Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Two Beards Talking right here on Anchor.fm. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Michael Weston. I used to be a spy. Oh, sorry. A.K.A. Matt Lester. Jesus fucking Christ. I've been watching a lot of Burn Notes. Fuck off. Good show. Good show. Going to test out a lot of things from that show. And that's how people get hurt. No, no, seriously. If anybody's on house arrest, I need to borrow your little device thingy. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> it's going to work out great for me. Horrible for somebody else. Uh, Jesus. You're one of those individuals that should not have the book. Um, what like it, it, It's like a hundred things or a thousand things that people shouldn't know. It's literally called a hundred deadly skills. No, 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 not that book. There's another book out there called like a hundred things that people should not know or a hundred and one things that people should not know. Something along those. And if I'm you, no, fi- and if you it find it, I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> like I'll buy the shit out of it. I like knowing things that people shouldn't know. You know, like how to, you know, make a concealed carry holster out of a fucking wire hanger. I can do that. Ah, here we go. (laughs) This is an actual book. And (laughs) I can't believe I'm telling you this because I know you're going to get the fucking book now. (laughs) But it's called Forbidden Knowledge, 101 Things Not Everyone Should Know How to Do. Is it on Amazon? Yes. Oh, fuck. I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> well, you better hurry up because there's only 19 left in stock. <laughs> yeah, because people that just like people are just running out for that one. Oh, Jesus. Let's see here. I wonder if I can find like a... Hold on. Here's a review. <laughs> Very first review that pops up on here. Punked. If you buy this, terrible work. That is what I got by buying this stupid book. Being an ex-Intel, ex-Spec Ops type of guy. <laughs> okay, I already know that you're not. <laughs> yeah, if you're throwing your resume out there, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> I thought this might be an interesting work. How to become a mafia boss. Break the law. Okay, I just gave away the only gem in the book. Oops. This is the level of BS you will find in this book. Is it this one? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to learn some shit. Guy says, better to just take $10 and smoke it. It's $15.99, dickhead. Uh, this one I'm looking at is the thirteen eighty eight. Uh, okay, so uh, it's showing me an excerpt from the book, and it says, 11, how to survive an alien abduction. That one doesn't seem like I need to know that. I don't feel like I'm ever going to need that. Well, I mean, not everyone should know how to do it. And I'm pretty sure the beat a lie detector is going to be a lot of bullshit. Uh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure anything in that book, especially relating to a lie detector, how to beat a lie detector, pretty sure Mythbusters already debunked all of that. No, you can legit beat a lie detector, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to tell you how to do it. But it doesn't matter because... Lie detectors aren't admissible in court anyway. Yeah, that's true. So if they're like, we're going to put you on the box, go the fuck ahead. It's not admissible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they, at that point, they're just trying to get it's you. It's only to, admissible on Mari. <laughs> they're, no, they're just basically, at that point, they're trying to get you to stumble up and change your story. Yeah, like I said, it's only admissible on Mari. Yeah. You are, in fact, the father. Oh. 
You ever see the? I love watching the guys that aren't the father. I know that's <laughs> like guys that can't dance suddenly learn how to break dance. I know, right? Those are my favorite ones. But still, nothing's ever as good as Jerry because there was always a fight on Jerry. Oh yeah, well that's because I mean Mari had his share of fights break out, but, but they they break them up too fast. They do. On Jerry, they let him go for a minute and then break him up, and then let him go for a minute again, and then it's like a it's like a round system. Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, round one. All right, Big Steve, get in there. Take care of that. All right, ding, ding, round two. Yep. Oh, well, the best part is when people in the audience start. I'm, I'm almost certain that those people in the audience are plants. Dude, I could not go to a Jerry Springer live show. I would throw a goddamn chair at somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the thing is, like, you do that, and all of a sudden everybody's going to stop and look at you. What the fuck are you doing, man? People started throwing chairs. I wanted to get in on the action. Look, motherfucker said yeet. I yeeted. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Yeah, I mean, how's the head? Can't say boogaloo anymore. You just did. Oh shit. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> like we always do at the start of every show here at Two Beards Talking, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Thought we forgot you again, didn't you? Nah. Yeah, keeping your own your toes. Never know when we're going to get there, but we are <laughs> going to get there. We get there eventually. In due time. Oh, man. Let me get this article pulled back up here. Don't do it. I'm doing it. It's a trap. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar. Hey, you got her name right. I did get her name right. <laughs> From Minnesota. Don't you know. She, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to take the uh, the hearing today, during the SCOTUS hearing, talking about... Uh, Ms. Barrett. You mean the formality? Yeah, the formality. Um, she thought it would be a good idea to use her opening statement to, instead of focus on the topic at hand, talk about Donald Trump. Yeah, because that's all they can talk about. So she made multiple claims during her statement, all of which I'm pretty sure have been proven to be false already. A couple times. For example, this was one of her claims. Claimed that President Trump has, quote, refused to condemn white supremacists. Oh, he's done it several times. Uh, yeah. Several times. This article reads, Klobuchar used her opening statement on Monday to attack the president, repeating a series of falsehoods. We have a president who divides our country each and every day. He has called our military suckers and losers. He's refused to condemn white supremacists. And he has the gall to hold up a Bible as a prop in front of a church instead of heeding its words to act justly. Yeah, not a lot of people that read that book actually heed its words. So, shut the fuck up. Now, this article got things... Uh, Twisted up here because it says her first claim was his refusal to uh, condemn white supremacists, which that was actually the second thing she said. But we'll just go as the article reads. Um, Klobuchar's first claim that Trump has refused to condemn white supremacists is patently false. A Breitbart News has, as Breitbart News has consistently detailed. Two days after the incident in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017, Trump said, Racism is evil. 
and those who cause violence in his name in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. A month later, the president signed a congressional resolution condemning white supremacy. In 2019, following shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, Trump said, in one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. I'm going to stop right there, and I'm just going to go on ahead and say it. White supremacy and racism, they're one in the fucking same. Uh, yeah. If you're a white supremacist, you're a racist. Yeah, there's, there's no other way around that. If you're a black supremacist, you're a racist. Looking at you, Grandmaster J. Yeah, dumbass. And the NFAC? No, I don't think all of them are dumbasses. Just him. They're not all racist dumbasses, but they're all dumbasses. Well, like I've watched a couple of YouTube videos of a guy that's actually in NFAC. Is he a confirmed member? Yeah. He he is a card-carrying member of the NFAC. Anytime you see them, uh, see pictures of their marches, you'll see him holding one of his, you'll see him in the pictures. Uh, He actually seems like a legit good dude. That likes to. He actually trains with his weapons. I've seen videos on YouTube of him actually training with his weapons, and he knows how to use his weapons. But so I think that guy's like a legitimately good dude that just wants you know black people to, you know, not get shot in the streets. But Grandmaster Jay's a fucking idiot. Yeah. During the first presidential debate, moderator Chris Wallace asked Trump. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Trump responded, sure, I'm prepared to do it. Well, first off, white supremacy and militia groups do not go hand in hand. No, they don't. Um, So that's false framing. You're trying to conflate the two, which cannot be done because... Um, there's a black militia called NFAC, and if you, the tenets of being a militia means you have to be white supremacist, does that mean that the black militia is now white supremacist? Oh no, I think I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. See, stop with your bullshit. Klobuchar also said Trump called fallen soldiers suckers and losers. An uncorroborated claim popularized by The Atlantic. As Breitbart News reported, more than a dozen current and former Trump administration officials have publicly and demonstratively denied the claims in The Atlantic article, including former National Security Advisor John Bolton, who has become a Trump critic. My thing about it is, okay, I keep hearing people say, he called them suckers and losers. Where's the video? Where's the hot mic? Where's it at? If you can't show me that, then you have nothing. And the people that say it didn't happen, well, you know, eh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, they might have something. But until you can bring receipts, it didn't happen. But you know who did say <laughs> something to the troops that, in my opinion, was just a little bit disrespectful? Oh, Mr. Joseph Biden. No, Joe. Oh, Uncle oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Uncle, say it ain't so, Joe. Say oh, it ain't so. Oh, it's so, Joe. It's so, Joe. Just in case you don't know what we're talking about, here's the audio clip for you. Yes, this is actually on the recording. One, I married Jill. 
And two, I appointed Johnson to the Academy. I just want you to know that. Just clap for that, you stupid bastards. Clap for that, you stupid bastards. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Uh, everybody in that audience was called something way worse than that by a drill instructor. Oh, point. yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, he, he, is addressing, he is addressing a crowd of troops. Yeah. He, he is giving a speech to a crowd of troops, and he tells them, clap for that, you stupid bastards. Now, I know what people out there is, oh, well, he was just trying to be funny, and he was saying it in jest, and uh, he wasn't being serious. Guess what? Doesn't fucking matter. You have zero <laughs> proof whatsoever. You don't have it on recording. You don't have, like Matt said, you don't have video. You don't have a hot mic. You don't have anything other than somebody claims Trump said it. Yep. But Joe Biden on recording. You stupid bastards. Yep. That's, uh, that's, uh, we're going to have to call that a win for Trump on that one. Ooh. That's that's pretty much. Um, let's see here. What could, what could I relate that? That's a, that's a Barney Fife, is what that is. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with the Barney Fife. <laughs> Joe, you're only allowed to have one bullet from now on, and you have to keep it in your shirt pocket. I hope you practice speed reloads, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh. Oh, now Klobuchar has also claimed Trump used a Bible as a prop, though she did not mention the fact that Trump chose to walk to St. John's Episcopal Church as a response to protesters setting it ablaze. She goes on to say, we are dealing with a president who doesn't think truth matters. And he has allies in Congress. How... Uh, in the past, def- who in the past defended our democracy, but are now doing his bidding. She continued, blasting the GOP for failing to follow what she claimed was their precedent that the president in the election year should wait to charge forward with a Supreme Court nominee. I've already said it was kind of hypocritical. It is. I'm, I mean, it is plain and simple. Because the exact same thing happened during the Obama administration. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't have to talk about that one anymore. I've already called Trump a hypocrite over that one. I've already called Republican congressmen and senators hypocrites over that. Yeah. So I don't need to talk about that one anymore. Yeah. No. That's. Uh, I'm just. I just. I just wanted to touch on that for a second because, you know, again, instead of focusing on the matter at hand which was the SCOTUS hearing. Yep. Instead, she wanted to take her opportunity to falsely make false claims against the president. She wanted to make false claims against the president. And like like I was telling you before the show, Matt, you know, I get what she was doing. It was an effort to say, oh, well, this is what the president has done, and this is what he said, and this is the person he's putting up for his nomination for Supreme Court. Is that what you want? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, not the place for that. You know, the this is, this, you know, my favorite thing about politics right now is the fact that you have all these really old people in Congress and Senate and in the presidency and the vice presidency and all these cabinet positions, just super old motherfuckers that apparently don't realize how internet works because 
if it's been said, it's probably on the internet. So a simple Google search will tell you whether you are speaking truth and fact or just making shit up. Well, these same old people that apparently don't know how the internet works are still relying on how it was way back in the day, where if a politician said it, it has to be true. Politicians don't lie. Oh, shit. Dude, politicians have been lying since, uh, fuck, when was the world founded? Um, <laughs> oh, it's like, well, <laughs> do we want to go off of what science says or what religion says? Well, yeah. I mean, I can make an argument that religion and science could kind of coincide. I mean, they kind of, you know, if, if you go based on, we're, we're, you know, we're, no, no, we're not going down that rabbit trail. No, <laughs> you tried. No, <laughs> almost got you. No, we're I, not going down that rabbit trail. I will get you again. No, <laughs> I'm flashing back to the fucking scene from the other guys. You, you, you watched that movie? Yes. <laughs> from Big Mike and the boys. We will have sex in your car again. It will happen. <laughs> Oh, God. Gator don't take no shit. Gator ain't never been about no shit. <laughs> Gator ain't no bitch. Gator's bitch better be wearing jimmies. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, almost got you on a rabbit trail, so. Oh, man. But, no, we've got uh, we've got more pressing matters to discuss. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, <laughs> I probably should have got the article pulled up here before we started the show. <laughs> Noob. So. <laughs> Act like we've done 40 or 50,000 shows. Haven't done that many. We've done a couple. Maybe it would have been better for uh, for you to say, act like we've been doing this for longer than two years. Well, that's true. <laughs> I was doing that politician thing. Oh, you, you were doing the Facebook fact check thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, Denver, Colorado. Yep. It's a place I never want to go. I never lost anything in Denver, so I don't plan on going there. So, let's see here. This happened uh, happened yesterday. There was a... From from everything I've read about it, uh, it, it, was, a, it was a right-wing protest of some sort. It was like a back to blue thing. Yeah. They were out there. They weren't protesting. They were out there in support of cops from what I've read. Well, they were calling it a protest. Yeah. And protesters are calling riots protests. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, <coughs> let me. I got that pulled up. I'm going to pull up another tab here. He's working multiple tabs. I am. I'm, I'm tabbing out, man. He's like a pro fucking professional over here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, that's just interesting. Is it really, though? It really is, because the article that I had pulled up earlier when I typed in this guy's name is not showing now. Ruh-roh, Raggy. <laughs> Retractions, maybe? <laughs> Possibly. But we're going to pull this one up right here on uh, Daily Mail. You would go with the Daily Mail. I mean, you know, Daily Mail does really good at sticking to the facts. They're not left or right. They tend to stay in the middle and just stick with the facts that are available at the time. I don't know. What's their news guard rating? Fuck if I know. I'll look it up. Yeah, you do that. Matthew Doloff. That's who we're talking about. 
during this protest in Denver, Colorado, the video that I have seen from this shows one of the protesters in a physical and verbal confrontation with a younger man. There's a little bit of shoving going on. A uh, young man saying, you know, don't put your hands on me, old man. Don't fucking touch me. All this other shit. It's about a 48-second clip. And the victim, the shooting victim, is in this video. He walks off camera up the sidewalk. And then a few seconds later, you hear a shot fired in the background. Now, the pictures that I've seen from this incident showing the actual shooting, um, the victim has a can of what they're calling bear mace in his hands. The shooter was originally reported to be a contracted security guard, contracted through uh, Pinkerton Security. Um, <laughs> Pinkertons! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just something from a video game. It's an actual agency. Yeah, they fucked up Garden Lincoln, I do believe. <laughs> They've been around that long. Yeah, they have. Uh, it was founded in uh, the 1850s. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Pinkertons. So, yeah. Um, he that's, was. That's the reason Jesse James was a thing, if you uh, yeah, watch yeah. the movie. Um, so, according to the initial reports, Matthew Doloff was contracted through the Pinkerton security to be a security guard for nine news there in Denver. Um, and nine news statement about it was that it's been their practice for months now to, uh, hire a contracted security guard to go with them to protests. Makes sense. Yeah. So the pictures show in a series of events, the victim and the shooter, and the shooter appears to be reaching for something that the victim has, most likely the can of pepper spray, yeah, bear mace, I, whatever I don't it get is. Hit with that shit. And the victim slapping said shooter. Slapped the fucking soul out of this man. Yeah, slapped him so hard it knocked his hat and sunglasses off. <laughs> like, if you're going to. Case in point, if you're going to slap somebody, do it like that. Yeah. Like, he slapped him to Jesus. Like, that was one of those daddy slaps. Yeah, like, you done fucked up. Daddy fitting to fix that. So in the next picture, it shows the shooter. Uh, the victim has at this point stepped back and the shooter reaching for his waistband, producing a firearm in the next picture. And he shoots the victim in the face. Yeah. While dodging bear maze. Yeah, he sidesteps the mace, shoots the victim in the face, um, is immediately detained by law enforcement that was on scene. Aid was rendered to the victim who was transported to an area hospital where he was later pronounced dead. See, I wish we could find like a, a good video of that because I want to see if that guy goes back center axis after he fires or if he, if he, if he stays pushed out. From the pictures that I've seen, he stays pushed out and sights on target. He follow it to the ground? Yes. Oh, that's a training scar. <laughs> the dude's trained. Like, oh, you, he is. Absolutely. You can tell dude's trained. He is not some fucking random dude that just picked up a gun one day and said, I'm going to carry this thing now. No, that motherfucker was trained by somebody. He has went to classes. Yes. Now... These are the bullet points that Daily Mail has regarding uh, the shooting so far on their website. 
excuse me, Pinkerton contractor who shot, uh, this is the headline on the article, Pinkerton contractor who shot dead Navy vet 49 in front of his son during Denver Patriot rally was not licensed to work security as victim's mom says her son was murdered because he backed cops. I don't know. There, I, don't, I don't think there's any evidence for that just yet. Yes. Now, these are the bullet points that they have. One, police identified Matthew Doloff, 30, as the suspect who shot dead a, quote, Patriot muster protester on Saturday. That is true. Yes. Yeah, so Saturday is when this happened. Excuse me. Doloff had been, hap- had been hired by Nine News to serve as security during dueling protests outside the Denver Art Museum. Also true. Yes, um, you had this Patriot Muster protest, and then there was a counter protest from uh, what was it? What was it called? Antifa Soup Drive or yeah, something? Yeah, the Antifa Soup Drive. Yeah, which, according to reports that I've read about that, says that just before this took place, they were hurling cans of soup at law enforcement. I have not seen any uh, actual evidence of that one. So now. If you look at the flyers, though, when they were putting out the flyers for the Antifa soup drive thing, you see cans of soup with a rainbow trail behind them indicating that they're going to be thrown. Yes. But I have not seen any video or picture evidence of that actually occurring. Right. So, speculative. Excuse me. The protester, identified by family as Lee Keltner was seen striking Doloff before firing Mace at the guard. Doloff responded by firing a handgun at Keltner, who was pronounced dead at a hospital. And that is not how danger ground works. Social media video showed Keltner arguing with a Black Lives Matter counter-protester before he was shot. I'm not going to say... I don't know what they're basing that off of, that it was a BLM counter-protester, because the kid that he was arguing with had a shirt on that said, Black Guns Matter. Yeah, people are probably overlooking that whole G and trying to make it an L. Probably. Because he that shirt did say, Black Guns Matter, which I kind of want one of those shirts. Yeah. Not going to lie. I used to have a shirt that said, You, nobody needs an AR-15. Me. Well, nobody needs a whiny little bitch either, yet here you are. If I can just... There you are. Yeah. But yeah, I still want a Black Guns Matter shirt. So, yeah. They're saying he's a Black Lives Matter counter-protester. I'm saying he wasn't because, like I said, his t-shirt does say Black Guns Matter. Well, are you talking about Matthew Doloff? No, 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 no. no. The kid that he was arguing with before. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no. I think that was just some fucking other guy. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't think he was necessarily... I wouldn't think anybody in BLM would be wearing a Black Guns Matter shirt. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. It seems kind of highly insensitive to the cause. Yes. Not that I give a fuck, but it does seem kind of insensitive. The counter-protester told Keltner, fucking mace me, as bystanders attempted to pull them away from each other and the Patriot Muster protesters stepped out of the video frame. You know, we've got a really bad habit of people saying, hey, do this thing. Oh, shit, they did the thing. Well, this was uh, the kid that he was arguing with that was wearing the Black Guns Matter shirt. This was not uh, Doloff. Yeah, I I get that. But people keep saying, hey, do this thing. And then when you do it, they're like, oh, God damn it, they did it. What what did you think is going to happen? 
Seconds later, a gunshot rang out and Keltner was seen lying on the pavement. Doloff immediately surrendered to police and is being held without bond on a first-degree murder charge. Police said the shooter had no known affiliation with a group of Black Lives Matter and Antifa activists who turned out to the protest to protest the Patriot Muster rally. Now, I will say this. He does have a tattoo on his right wrist, inside of his right wrist, which I'm going to get pulled up here. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So he has a tattoo on his right wrist. And it's called, um, don't know how the fuck I got on a German website, but okay. Uh, it's, it's called Space Invaders, Space Invaders Against Racism. And it is a image of one of the alien characters from the video game Space Invaders. And then underneath it says, uh... You can't really make it out, but based on pictures matching up to the tattoo shows against racism underneath it. So these, there are multiple tattoos in this, multiple pictures um, that all link and tie into Antifa. Well, I mean, there were some people that showed some screenshots from his actual Twitter where he was talking about how he didn't like Trump and stuff like that. So you well, can't say yeah. the guy's not an anti-Trump guy. Whether he was Antifa or not is irrelevant. He's an anti-Trump guy. Yes. Um, investigating his social media posts showed that uh, he has made posts against Donald Trump. Um, he has made posts in support of uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. From everybody I've heard, he's a Bernie bro. Yeah. And the final point they make on here, Keltner's mother, Carol, confirmed his death on Facebook and said he was killed, quote, because he backed police. That is speculative. Yeah, again, that's all speculative at this point. Now, I have been searching high and low trying to find the actual video of this incident because again there's pictures and screen grabs and everything of the actual shooting incident. I've yet to see any video of it though. Did you look up that page I told you to look up? Yeah, I did. I didn't see anything on there. I'll see what I can do. You go right ahead and do that. While you're doing that, I'm gonna read this uh article here from Daily Mail. Uh, it says the suspected gunman who allegedly shot and killed a right-wing Patriot pro Muster protester. I can't fucking word tonight. <laughs> Patriot Muster protester. Say that ten times fast. Can't do it. Protester outside the Denver Art Museum on Saturday was not licensed. I'm saying, I'm stressing that. Was not licensed to work as a security guard. Officials have revealed. Matthew Doloff, 30, a Pinkerton contractor who was hired to serve as security for Denver Station 9 News, was arrested on suspicion of murder after he opened fire on Lee Keltner, 49, who deployed mace at him during dueling rallies on Saturday afternoon. 
The Denver Department of Excise and Licenses on Sunday confirmed there was no record for an active licensed security guard now or ever for Doloff, who was hired to protect staff during the demonstrations. If he was operating as a security guard, he was in violation of the law, department spokesman Eric Escadero told the news station. Security guards are prohibited from carrying or using a firearm without getting an armed firearm endorsement for their license. All security guards in Denver are required to get a federal background check before they receive their license. Escadero added that Dolov could face up to a year in prison or a $999 fine for the offense. I'm thinking what they've got him on right now is going to uh, trump that. Yeah, probably. You know, they're they're looking at first-degree murder. Correct me if I'm wrong. First-degree is um, prior intent, right? Uh, I think it's premeditated. Yeah, yeah, premeditated. That was the word I was thinking of. Thank you. Yeah, first-degree, if I'm not mistaken, is premeditated. So, I mean, that's an automatic, at the very least, 25 to life. Yeah, well, it's gonna, I don't think you're going to be able to get him on premeditated. That They would have to prove that he went there with intent to kill someone. Like, he's like, I'm going to this, and I'm going to shoot someone. You're not gonna, you're like, they'll probably get second degree. They're not going to get first degree. Well, they're, going to get, they're definitely going to get him for some degree of murder. Um, they're going to get him for carrying with, concealed without a license. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'm saying minimum. He's looking at 25 to life. Yeah, he's going to get hammered on that pretty hard. Not seeing any videos on that dude's Instagram. So, um, unfortunate. And images snapped by a Denver Post photographer. Okay, so, okay, so, all right. So, yeah, that that is not video. Those are just... Uh, Pictures. Yeah, they took the pictures and made a gif out of it. They just, like, strung them together, and they're like, boop, 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 boop. Okay. Uh, it says, an image is snapped by a Denver Post photographer. Keltner appeared to slap Doloff and then deployed a stream of mace into his face before the guard lift his, lifted his handgun and fired, sending the <laughs> protester staggering backward. Doloff immediately surrendered to riot police who rushed in to arrest him seconds after the gunshot rang out. He was taken into custody on suspicion of first-degree murder, but he has not been formally charged. Now, here's the thing about it. Pepper spray, bear mace, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That is a non-lethal. Very much so. It is a fucking eye and skin and... Unless you are, like, deathly allergic to capsaicin. That would be the only way it would be lethal. Yeah. And the odds, first and foremost, the victim, Keltner, odds are he would have no idea of what this man's medical history is to include his allergies. Yeah, no. So, again... Mace is a non-lethal. Now, if Doloff can prove through medical record history that he has a 
severe, lethal allergic reaction to something like capsaicin or some other chemical component that would be found in bear mace or whatever this was, then he might have a case. Doubt it, though. Highly doubt it. So we have a case of disproportionate force. Yeah, very much so. Um, see, if, uh, if I slap you, you can't shoot me. Right. Uh, if I mace you, you, you can't shoot me. The only way that Doloff could have pulled his gun and shot the dude is if the victim had slapped him in the head and knocked him to the ground and jumped on top of him and started pummeling him into the pavement. Then, and only then, could he have pulled his gun and shot him. Because you have to believe at that point that this man's going to beat you to death. Yes. So, he was not at that point, and actually, after dude slapped him, he backed away. Mm-hmm. When dude was deploying the bear mace, he was backing away even further. Yes. So, he was putting distance between himself and the target. Right. So, he's already retreating. So, that's not self-defense. Right. Sorry about your luck. You're not going to get that self-defense. No. It, it would be real hard to convince a jury that this was self-defense. Well, I don't know. Is it going to be hard to convince a jury these days? I mean, I, I don't think it would be that difficult. Okay, so if we had an impartial, unbiased legal system then it would be really hard to convict on self-defense. Yeah. It, if if all things were equal, then yes, it would be hard to do. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of victim blaming, but they're both at fault. Yeah. Both both people. He, I don't care what the motherfucker said to him. He shouldn't have hit him. Right. I, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, after After he hit him, uh, the dude that got hit had the opportunity to turn and walk away, or if he wanted to hit him back, go forward and fucking punch him in the face. Yep. Uh, when the bear mace was coming out, he still had the opportunity to go forward and punch him in the face. Uh, no one's ever died wrestling for a can of mace. That's that's not a thing that's going to happen. So they were both at fault here. Um, now, granted. Uh, dickhead with the gun was more at fault because you can't just shoot somebody that slapped you in the head unless they're trying to slap you in the head with a goddamn baseball bat. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm saying neither one of them were being very adult about it. Right. So I'm sitting here looking at the pictures, um, the pictures that show the series of events unfolding. First picture is uh, Kiltner dog slapping the shit out of Doloff. Yeah, that's a good head snap. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't knock him out. Yeah, like that. And you know, Kilner's a big fucking dude. Yeah, well, look at his posture, though. He didn't get his hips into it. Yeah, that's true. He did, If he'd have opened those hips up, dude, he probably would have put him down. And uh, I was calling him Kiltner there. It's Keltner. My, my apologies. Uh, now, the next picture. In this picture, Keltner has retreated back from where he was originally standing. As has... Uh, Doloff, but Doloff, as you pointed out, was sidestepping this bear mace. He was actually, from what I can tell from the pictures, sidestepping into a better shooting posture. 
Yes. Like he dropped his foot out, got low, got his hips back. It looks like his shoulders are forward. Um, it's hard. It's hard to tell from this picture, but I, you know what I can tell from this picture? He got a thumb forward grip. He's got a thumb forward grip, and at this point, he has already fired. Yeah. The slide is going back. Well, it's either coming back or going forward. Um, but you can actually see the shell casing flying through the air. Yeah, you know what that means? That was a sub one second defeatment of garment, draw, target acquisition, and fire. Yes. That is highly trained. Now, at this point, Keltner has been shot in the face. As a matter of fact, uh, let's see here. And I'm not actually sure if defeatment is a word, but it is now. <laughs> um, it actually looks like... You can see where the bullet impacted. It looks like it impacted just under his right eye, right on his uh, right cheek. Was that a uh, occipital? No. Can't think of what that's what that bone's called. I don't know, um, but yeah, it looks like you can see in that picture where he actually has been impacted, and then the next picture you see him falling to the ground, and Doloff is still. Arms fully extended, following the target to the ground. Yeah. Now, in this picture, you see Keltner laid out on the ground. Um, gun is pointing. We don't know where the gun is pointing here, but he's not looking at where the gun is pointing. It kind of looks like he's scanning. Yeah. Like another training scar. Yeah. Like he pulled, fired, scanned. And he's also moving at this point, too. He's probably moving to the threat. In quotes, you can't see my air quotes. He's moving to the threat to make sure it's been sufficiently dealt with. Yes. And then in the next picture, we see law enforcement has arrived and is detaining him. Yeah. But, you know, all cops are bastards. So, you know, in theory, that cop should have shot him 17 times. Since all cops are assholes. Right. You know, based on how these protests are going. I'm not going to play this fucking video, but I am going to... Yeah, just kind of look through it. Yeah, well... Uh, let's see here. All right, so we took a uh, quick pause break right there. I decided I was going to watch the video, but I wasn't going to leave the show running while we were... Uh, watching the video there. That was actually two videos that we watched. The first one showed the confrontation uh, that took place before the actual shooting, which was between the victim, Keltner, and uh, the one that they're saying is a Black Lives Matter supporter. Yeah, and see, this is why I can't go to protest, because that motherfucker kept screaming, fuck around and find out. Next person touches me, gonna get, gonna get fucked up. Fuck around and find out. Spray me with the mace, mother. I'd have knocked him smooth the fuck out and been like, you fucked around, you found out, buddy. Like, I, w I was sitting there hoping the whole time, like, please, someone, just hit this motherfucker. Please. And nobody did, and it made me sad. Yep. Now, there was another video immediately after that uh, that showed uh, the... The quickest police response I've ever seen in the history of goddamn police response. Yes. Um, unidentified filmer who was... Uh, further away from the action, and as soon as the video starts, you see the cloud of mace, you hear the shot, and then you hear every fucking cop within distance closing in. And loud screams of drop the gun, get on the fucking ground, and they were probably 20 to 30 yards away when they were screaming it. Yeah. And they got there fucking fast. 
Like, there were some track athletes on that police team. Like, it, they were getting going. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, and that was in full riot gear. Yeah. <laughs> they were moving. Did you notice the fucking riot sticks that they had? Yeah, those things look like they would have been painful. I mean, shit, they're like fucking the same length of a goddamn sword. Yeah, that's so you can reach out and touch somebody. I t- no shit. But yeah, they uh, they responded quick. Like I even I like I knew that the cops were there at the protest or whatever we're calling it. Uh, but I didn't know how quickly they had responded. But damn. Like, they responded. They closed 30 yards in probably under three seconds. Yeah. And, and it was like 15 of them. Yeah. It, or more. I no, I'm saying more. I didn't head count that when we were watching the video, but damn. Because you can't see what was off camera. No. No, you can't. Um, so, yeah, we're going uh, to be following this to see how the events unfold, so on and so forth. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going to send an email to the uh, Pinkerton security and see if we can't get a statement from someone at Pinkerton about Mr. Matthew Doloff and why, why, if he is an unlicensed, if, if he is not licensed to work as a security guard, why is he contracted? Why are, why are all these claims coming out that he was contracted through Pinkerton? Yeah. Well, they have tried to. There goes the local pal police. Yep. Um, they actually people have several people have reached out to Pinkerton trying to get a comment, and they have not commented on the situation as of yet. I'm going to do a quick search and see if Pinkerton has released a statement on this. Probably not. I mean, don't know if you don't find out. Um, you know what I mean. I was thinking that you do know if you don't find out. <laughs> well, no, if you don't find out, then you don't know. Well, you so know, what I said was actually a statement of fact. Yeah, it was a statement of, like, not true fact. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, you don't find out. Oh, well, let's see here. Um, so, nine news... The agency that uh, supposedly hired this gentleman, uh, when I, this was the search that I did on Google, Pinkerton Matthew Doloff. Yeah. And the top story, 22 hours ago, concealed carry permit for suspect in Denver shooting suspended Monday. So... Was he a CCP holder? Well, according to all other reports that I've read, he was not. Let's see here. All right, so it says records show that the man being held for investigation in the deadly shooting near dueling demonstrators in Denver on Saturday was working as a security guard but was not properly licensed. Nine wants to know has learned. The suspect, Matthew Doloff, 30, was contracted through the company Pinkerton by Nine News. It has been the practice of Nine News for a number of months to contract private security to accompany staff at protests. Denver police said in a tweet that Doloff was acting in a professional capacity as an armed security guard. Pinkerton, however, said it does not actually employ Doloff. Pinkerton did not share the name of the company for which Doloff worked. Pinkerton on Monday released the following statement via its Facebook page. 
We take loss of life in any situation very seriously, and our hearts go out to those impacted by this situation. As it relates to the incident in Denver on October 10th, the agent in question is not a Pinkerton employee, but rather a contractor agent from a long-standing industry vendor. Security professionals often serve as guides to protect media crews during potentially dangerous situations or hostile environments. We are fully cooperating with law enforcement authorities in their invest in their investigation. Doloff was issued a concealed carry permit in June 2018, which was viable for five years, according to Elbert County Sheriff Tim Norton. Norton said he suspended the permit Monday morning. Okay, so now that's a conflicting report right there because I have read other reports that say not only was he not licensed to work as a security guard, he also did not have a concealed carry permit, which is required by the state of Denver because Denver or Colorado because Colorado is not an open carry state. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I mean, if he was a concealed carry permit holder, he was well in his rights to have the weapon um, unless they're like Alabama. See, Alabama, if you go to a demonstration, you're not allowed to have your weapon. Um, well, the kicker is going to be licensed as a security, licensed as a security guard, yeah. which he was not, and also requires a um, permit for firearm on the security guard license. Yeah, um, but... Either way, if he wasn't licensed as a security guard, then he shouldn't have been there. And I'm not sure how they got a hold of him. Yeah, no. Because I wouldn't think, I mean, why wouldn't you vet the guy that you're going to have protecting you? You wouldn't want to know a little something about him? Uh, Yeah. And also, how many private security guys do you know running around with a Gucci Glock? <sighs> like an RMR? You fucking, I can understand the light, but fucking red dot. I don't know. Like, I, if I was going to run security, I'd run it with my stock Glock 17. I might put a light on it. That'd be about it. Well, I mean, that's like me with my uh, Beretta M9 clone. I've got a light on it. Yeah, I can, I can understand having a light on it. About the only other upgrade that I might make on it is tritium night sights. That's it. Yeah, like, I can understand having a light. I can understand upgrading your sights. But, I mean, a red dot for security, any threat you're going to encounter, you're going to be barrel aiming. Pretty much, yeah. You're, you're not going to have time to get target – you're not going to get that perfect sight picture. You're going to point your gun and shoot. So, what's that red dot really doing for you? Yeah, I'm critiquing his fucking setup. <laughs> just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, New York Post, seven hours ago, Denver Shooter was a subcontractor, not an employee, according to Pinkerton, which, yeah. Yeah, but if I specifically asked for a Pinkerton security guard, why would you send me someone that's not a Pinkerton security guard? And that's the other thing about it, too, is uh, on my way over here before we did the show this evening, I actually called the 1-800 number for Pinkerton. And the recording that I got, because their main office was apparently already closed, um, the recording that I got said, if you need immediate, um, you know, security or uh, 
whatever whatever the fuck it was they said. Um, Probably the IPS court or something. Yeah. Go to our website and contact one of the field offices in your area. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm going to use a shitty analogy here, but that'd be like going to McDonald's and be like, hey, uh, I want a Big Mac and them handing you a Whopper. Cool, it's a burger, but it's not the burger I wanted. Yeah. Like, I asked for a Pinkerton, and you sent me this guy who's not. So, uh, get your shit together? Yeah, pretty much. And if you're going to subcontract people, fucking vet them better. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, especially if they sent somebody out in their stead that isn't licensed, they just ruin themselves. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Because that means you're not doing your job and making sure that the people you are having working and using your name are licensed and legal, which is a problem. <clears throat> so do better Pinkerton. I haven't liked Pinkerton since American Outlaws came out anyways. Piss me off. They killed Jesse James' mom in that movie. God damn it. You have a personal vendetta against Pinkerton. I don't like Pinkerton. I just don't. I don't like them. They were dickheads, fucking eminent domain assholes. I'm just surprised. Like, you know, if I'm not mistaken. um, More typey typey. Yep, more typey typey. Well, if my computer will catch up to my typing. Good thing you don't type as fast as I text. <laughs> um, okay, that's interesting. What? So there was a lawsuit between... Uh, let's see here. Let me get this article pulled up. Um, take two... I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, uh, the Red Dead video game series. Yeah. Uh, Take Two dropped its lawsuit over Red Dead Redemption 2's Pinkerton agents. Uh, lawsuit over Red Dead Redemption 2's Wild West Pinkerton agents is ending quietly with publisher Take Two Interactive and developer Rockstar Games dismissing a defensive complaint against the modern day Pinkerton agency. <laughs> Interesting. Um,. After Take-Two's lawsuit, Pinkerton also claimed Rockstar was damaging its reputation by portraying agents as violent villains and letting players kill them. Uh, they obviously never watched the movie American Outlaws. <laughs> uh, the Pinkerton National Detective Agency is a staple of Western fiction, reflecting its real role in the American Old West. It was acquired in 1999 by Swedish security company Securitas AB. However, the company asked Take-Two to pay royalties for the right to mention its agents in the latest Red Dead Redemption installment. I'm still going with they've never seen American Outlaws. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like, Pinkerton's wholesale getting their asses kicked through that whole movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, you know, that was the, the statement that I made at the start of this conversation was the, you know, it's not just something from a video game. The Pinkerton, the Pinkerton agency... Is a real fucking thing. Yeah, it, it existed. It's historical fact. Yeah, uh, which really surprises me because for like the Grand Theft Auto series and stuff like that, um, you know, they don't like 
in, in Grand Theft Auto, for example, it's not the FBI, it's the FIB. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they call it the Federal Investigation Bureau or something along those lines. Um, it's not uh, It's not Apple, it's iFruit. Yeah. You know, because they can't... U- so <laughs> I'm actually really surprised that Rockstar was like, yeah, we're going to use the Pinkerton Agency. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that before July 5th, 1865, Pinkerton detectives protected the president because July 5th, 1865 was when the Secret Service was established. So, pretty sure they were, oh, oh, yeah. So, pretty sure that was a, a thing they did. Pretty sure. Uh, so, you've been around for a while. You should know your shit. Yeah. And, um... Vetting your subcontractors is one of the things that you should know. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh-oh. What do we got? The Secret Service was created in July 5th, 1865. When was Abraham Lincoln assassinated? Uh, Just shortly before that. April 15th, 1865. Yeah. Well, like, you- that, was, that was one of the things that led to the creation of the Secret Service. You know what? I will say this, though. Uh, the Secret Service is doing a smidge better than the Pinkertons. Yeah, just a hair. But, uh, yeah. Uh, we now know why the Secret Service was created. Yeah. So, apparently, you guys suck at security, like, 200 years ago. Well, now, you know, <laughs> in their defense, the Secret Service has lost two presidents. Yeah, but how many people were how many presidents were assassinated before 1865? There was a couple. <laughs> so, but I mean, again, Pinkerton wasn't founded until the 1850s. Well, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like they definitely lost one. <laughs> Guaranteed. Abraham Lincoln would still be with us today. <laughs> You want you want you want you want to drop back and try that pun again? <laughs> no, man, cryogenics. <laughs> Way to froze that motherfucker. But no, yeah, they definitely lost at least one president. I seen it. It was in a movie, but I seen it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was it the one where he was also killing vampires? No, no, no. That was a good one though. <laughs> Dude, that was a badass movie. Did you watch that? Yes, I did. It was good as fuck. I read the book too. I ain't reading that book. I don't. I don't read fiction. I'll watch it, but I don't. Read it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Well, like, like if I read it, I'm gonna remember it a lot better. I don't want to remember. I want that shit to go in my brain and out my brain, and I want to save like what's in there for like shit that I might actually you, need. Yeah, you you want to save it for what you actually might need one day, and not you know, save the bullshit to just veg out in front of. Yeah, pretty much. Like I'll watch a movie. You can't veg out reading a book. I mean, you can. No, no, that requires too much effort. But, uh, yeah, I like, uh, when I read, I like it to be um, nonfiction and shit that's going to be handy at some point. Like, you know, learn how to pick locks. I mean... Not that I the most, know how to pick locks. For the most part, I, I, I prefer the same thing, but, you know, classical literature. Eh, no. Like uh, the Divine Comedy. Nope. Which is a very difficult fucking thing to follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would assume. Dante used a lot of big words. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't know when it, I was such a dick in high school 
because like we would get reading assignments and they'd be like, read this. And I'd be like, I'm bored with that already. I don't want to read that. So I would just go check out a book that had nothing to do with the class we were doing and read that. You know, I was, uh, I was talking to my neighbor across the street and, um, he was telling me that, uh, his kids, um, his daughter still in high school and they have reading assignments that they have to do. So he had to go on Amazon and buy these books for her class that yeah. are required reading. But when they get into class, they pull up the audio book and just listen to it. <laughs> so why the fuck didn't he just get her a subscription to Audible? <laughs> like, come on. Like, some, it just says that someone's got to read the book. It doesn't say I've got to read it. If Audible had been a thing in high school, oh my God. I mean, they had audio books when we were in high school. You just had to buy them on cassette or a CD. Yeah, I'm saying like if Audible, like if I had a cell phone with Audible at my fingertips in high school, holy shit, kids don't know how easy they got it now. Hey, you got to read the story. Yeah, sure. I'll download the Audible later. <laughs> we're reading chapters one through three. Yeah, well, somebody's reading chapters one through three. I'm just going to listen to the shit and take notes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, let me do high school again. I guarantee you I'm valedictorian. Guarantee it. I'm just glad, like, okay, one of, the, one of the film series that I grew up watching as a kid was the, the Rambo movies, the original trilogy. Yeah. OG Rambo. Yeah, OG Rambo. Who, like, only killed one person in that first movie. Yeah, but in the book, like, he, he killed, like, ten people in the first chapter. Yeah, I wish they'd have, <laughs> that's the kind of thing, like, if you're going to do a book and then do a movie about a, you gotta kind of keep it the same. Well, I mean, they do, but you know, like, okay, when um, when the writer um, David Morrill wrote the book, it was it was at the tail end of Vietnam, and I mean, like, he was he was basically writing a book about somebody with PTSD. Yeah. Well, which at that time didn't they still refer to it as shell shock? I don't. I think so. Because it was. It was shell shock, and then it became something else, and now it's PTSD. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, in the book, Rambo snap has his little snap inside the jail cell in the movie. Yeah, because it reminds him of the Viet Cong prison. Yes. And in the book, he had like okay, they were they were getting ready to uh, to shave him in the movie. So they've got the straight razor. He freaks the fuck out, kicks the living shit out of everybody, and escapes. Yeah. Well, in the book, like, he snatches the fucking razor, slashes a guy's throat, um, cuts another guy uh, across the gut. Hey, do you have all those on your voodoo? Yes. Oh, I'm going to watch those tonight. <laughs> I've, not, I've not watched the original trilogy in forever. Yeah, I have all five of the movies. I've on been there. wanting to watch the original First Blood, like, oh. Yes, I have all five movies on there. Uh, I'm going to watch Rambo at some point tonight. <laughs> well, because I watched the last one, and it was so fucking good. And I was like, man, I really wish I could watch the original now. Yeah, yeah. I did. Like I said, I grew up, I loved the I loved the Rambo movies. Um, and like, just there were so many differences between the book and the movie. Because, you know, Hollywood did not want to depict Rambo as a villain. Yeah. Because the in, in the book... Unless you really understood what he was going through, he kind of seemed like a fucking bad guy. Yeah, well, uh, it's one of those things where it, if you were never there, you wouldn't understand it. Like, anybody that was never tortured in a Viet Cong prison wouldn't understand what Rambo was going through. 
They would just be like, oh, he's a dickhead. Yeah. No, motherfucker. He was tortured. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, like in the book, he's just slaughtering people wholesale. Yeah. And I wish they'd have made that movie. <laughs> like, um, that's the movie I want. The last movie they made, they just started with that one. But, you know, <laughs> also in the book, Rambo died. Boo. As does the sheriff. Yay. <laughs> Y'all was a dick the whole movie. Well, you find you don't ever find out in the movie, but you do, unless you have a keen fucking eye, um, you don't find out in the movie, but you find out in the book that um, the sheriff, Teasel, is a Marine Corps veteran, Korean War veteran, uh, fought at the Battle of the Chosen Reservoir. Yeah. And was in another battle where he was attached with the Army and received a Distinguished Service Cross. Yeah. But, yeah, that the, the last movie they made, if they'd, if they'd have ratcheted up the violence in the first one, well, that, like, to, like the last one, that'd have been awesome. Yeah. And in the book, it also talks about how, uh, you know, with Teasel's military history being a Marine and receiving the Distinguished Service Cross, and then you have Rambo, who is a Congressional Medal of Honor recipient, and, you know, Teasel kind of... Envies him a little bit. Hey, is it true that people that get like that are alive that have the Congressional Medal of Honor, they get legitimate free domestic plots? I cannot. I, I I have no idea. I've never seen. I've never received a Medal of Honor. Like I've I've heard there's like I didn't know if you'd ever researched the perks of having a Congressional Medal of Honor because I know that I've heard I've, there are certain perks. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's something that they're going to. Cause, I mean, the shit that you got to go through to get a Medal of Honor and well, yeah. survive. Yeah, you got to go through some fucking bullshit. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't know if like that was something you ever looked into. No, no. Because I, I've I've always heard that you know if you got that award, you got like free domestic plots. Which I could understand that. You went through some fucking bullshit. You better be able to go wherever the fuck you want to go, when you want to go. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, in, in the in the heyday of Wikipedia, or I won't say in, in the heyday, but in its infancy, um, I remember I was reading these, uh, these character bios about all the characters from the First Blood films. And, okay, so John Rambo has two medals of honor. Damn. Which overachiever? Well, I mean, it's not unheard of. I mean, maybe posthumously. Um no, as a matter of fact, there are two Marines that I can name right now. Um and one of them, I believe, actually lived to receive both of his medals of honor. Um, and that was, uh, Smedley Butler, if I'm not mistaken. So he just like had all the balls in his unit. Yeah, pretty much. Like he, he, nobody else got to do anything cause he took all the balls and was like, I'm going to go do this thing by myself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the other one was, uh, John Daly received, uh, two medals of honor. Yeah. So there, there have been, uh, as a matter of fact, just so I get the number right, um, Okay. Some 3,500 Americans have received the Medal of Honor since it was first introduced in the 1860s, but to date, only 19 have earned the military's highest award for valor on two occasions. You gotta be a bad motherfucker to get it twice. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, correction. You got to be a bad motherfucker to get it once. You got to be the baddest of the bad motherfuckers to get it twice. Now, here's the thing. So, Rambo got his first Medal of Honor in Vietnam. His second Medal of Honor was technically in Vietnam. Um, but if you recall, in First Blood Part 2, when yeah. he's in prison, Troutman comes, gets him out, takes him back to Vietnam, and then he's fighting the bureaucracy of uh, trying to save the American POWs from the Vietnamese prison camp. Yeah. Um, after he saves the POWs and is walking across the flight line with Troutman after he's already confronted the bureaucrat, um, Troutman looks at him and says, you know, you'll get a second medal of honor for this. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch the film because if my memory serves me correctly, I think Troutman said when he was talking to him, um, at the prison camp, at the start of the movie that he would be released and temporarily reinstated to active duty. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch the film to verify that, but that is the only way that he would have been able to get a second medal of honor because if he was not on active duty or on any duty in the military, rather, um, I don't think he can get another medal of honor. Well, see now that was that was that was my question. What if he was con like could you get it if you were a CIA operative? No. They can't get No. Cuz I was going to say what if he was like well, just contracted. Like no. he's been like oh, we contracted him. No. Oh, so oh well, they get the star on the wall. That's what they get. Yeah, civilian contractors are Well, I'm uh, ta- I'm just talking about like CIA operatives like they get a star on a wall um like if they if from what I've heard yeah, I I don't know how it all works, but I just know only uniformed service members may rate to earn the Medal of Honor. Then you have to be active duty. No, I think even as a reservist, you can still. Well, but I mean, you have to be you, pretty much like well, the as, only way you're going to get a Medal of Honor is during wartime. Exactly, and a reservist could get it, but they would they be would have active, to be activated. They yeah. would be active duty when they got it. You can't get the Congressional Medal of Honor sitting in your living room eating potato chips. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, only uniformed service members, to my knowledge, only uniformed service members are eligible to rate the Medal of Honor. Um, but going back to what I said about these uh, these bullshit character biographies, because this one was complete bullshit, his, his mentor, Colonel Samuel Troutman. Yeah. Under his bullshit biography, <laughs> was listed as having three medals of honor. Ah, uh, horseshit. Yeah. Not, nah, not. I ain't. I, don't, I wouldn't give him one. <sighs> yeah. yeah, three medals of honor. Now you know that movie, Haunted, uh, with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, that was based off a real dude. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, that was legitimately based off of a real dude that actually trained people for the army, and he would legit train them like that. You you don't remember that movie? No, I remember the movie, but I'm just trying to think. Um, I remember I remember watching like a making of, and there was a guy that was like working with the cast and the crew and was like teaching them the knife techniques and how to make the knives and all that other shit. 
Um, like, like they basically took the actors and put them through like a three week long watered down version of everything they were doing. Yeah, but that was that was based off a real dude. Like he would literally, uh, I and I think he still does this. Like once a year, he will literally strip down butt ass naked and just walk into the fucking woods and survive for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or something like that. Like there are people out there that are just that badass. I wouldn't really call that badass. I would call that um, <laughs> unnecessary. I mean, I would call that badass. If you could strip down to just your dick and balls, walk into the fucking woods with a knife and your cock, come out two weeks later with some fucking fur clothing, <laughs> and uh, not have died from exposure to the elements, you're a pretty bad dude. Because I'm telling you right now, uh, I walk into the woods just dick in hand and a knife about three hours in, I'm going to be cold, wet and coming back home and possibly in jail for indecent exposure. You know, um, all I can say is that's, that's really just like a one and done kind of thing. I don't know. I don't understand why you would like that. That's not an annual training requirement. Like. No, it's, it's not. I guess it's one of those things where, you know, you got some sharp ass skills. You don't keep them sharp. I don't know why the naked part is necessary. Like that seems a little overboard, but I can understand somebody going, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this knife. I'm going to go in the woods. I'm going to survive for two weeks. I don't understand the naked part. That's a little, that to me is a little, can, can I have a blanket? <laughs> like, just give me a no, blanket. No, you got to kill a fucking bear and you got to make a blanket. <laughs> He's small, but he mean. <laughs> I didn't really kill a bear with just a knife, son. I had a gun too. Okay. Um, I said, uh, I was incorrect earlier on my, um, the, the only two Marines that were awarded the two medals of honor. Smedley Butler was right. I got that one right. But uh, apparently I was saying it just played back in my head. Apparently I was saying John Daly, which is the golfer. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it was Daniel Daly. Uh, I, I didn't know who either of those people were. Cause for one, I'm not a Marine nor am I a golfer. So I was just going <laughs> to roll with him. Like, yeah, sure. As fuck was that guy. I mean, I, I knew it was the Daly name. I just, for some reason, John Daly popped in my head. And I think the reason why is because I watched this uh, SNL skit the other night and one of the characters they were making fun of was John Daly. That yeah, makes sense. It was already in your brain. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, shit, now I want to watch Cherokee Kid. Motherfucker. Nope, you got to watch Rambo. You already said it. I can watch both. I don't have shit to do tomorrow. Yeah. yeah like I got a job or something. <laughs> As of right now, this is my job until I get another one. So, boom, I can watch all the movies I want. Oh, Jesus. That was a <laughs> hell of a fucking rabbit trail. Well, I mean, it was somewhat relevant-ish. Had nothing to do with what we were talking about with the Pinkertons and Matthew Doloff. I, I didn't say it had anything to do with it, Doloff. Th there was no relevance to it whatsoever. <laughs> well, we started, what do Rambo <laughs> and the Pinkertons have to do with one another? Um, Rambo killed cops that were dicks and Pinkertons are dicks. We went from Pinkerton and Doloff to, uh, kids don't know how easy they have it to books, to Rambo, <laughs> to the Cherokee kid. Yeah, we've come full circle. I know exactly where the fuck we're at. I followed this rabbit trail. <laughs> yeah, we left breadcrumbs so we could find our way back. Uh... Yeah, we've come full circle. We made it all the way to Vietnam and back to America in the 1860s. 
back to the Pinkertons, you motherfucker. With Audible being a thing. Yes, yes. Uh, everybody knows the Pinkerton detectives had Audible on their tablets, their op routes. That's 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 why uh, that's why the president was killed. They weren't paying attention to. Um, what the fuck's his name? John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, they, were they weren't paying any attention to that. They were listening to, to they were listening to the Rambo First Blood book on their Audible. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that that'll distract you. Have you ever seen the widest kids? You know, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta look that shit up. It's fucking. I'm gonna hilarious. have to watch this after we're done with the show. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like my god, I love Trevor Moore. <coughs> All right, well, I think that's a good place to leave it right there. Don't forget, you can look us up on Facebook at Two Beards Talking. Like us, follow us, interact with us. Please interact with us. Let us know you're listening. Yeah, we're lonely. We need friends. We do need friends. Lots of friends. We need lots of friends. You ain't even got to pay. You don't even, yeah, you ain't even got to pay for that. Yeah. Or following us on Facebook is free. That is free AF. Just click a button. Yeah. And just talk to us. Yeah, be like, what's up? How y'all doing? Call me a dickhead. I don't care. Yeah, Matt, Matt, you're a dickhead. I see. I can handle it. (laughs) As he runs to his room crying. (laughs) No, I didn't run to my room. You'd hear it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't run in this house quietly. No, you can't. I have an eight-year-old that sounds like a fucking herd of elephants. (laughs) T-shirts. We still have the Covidiots Ten Commandments t-shirts. Yeah. And And limited supply. Yeah. And if you want to get one cheaper, you can subscribe for one month on Anchor. And we'll send it out to you if we have your size. If not, maybe we get your size. Who knows? Absolutely. Just trying to give you a little discount here. Trying to help you out. Discount code is dickhead. Don't know where you're going to put that discount code in at, but. (laughs) If you figure that one out, you get a free shirt. (laughs) (laughs) You say that, now someone's going to go on the Facebook page and just leave a comment and say, Matt's a dickhead. Yeah, but it, how's that going to take off any money? <laughs> You're going to have to literally write a program that shows where the money went away. <laughs> any programmers out there? It's your time, Sean. I know, right? <laughs> I can do it in Visual Basic. Oh, man. And again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking right here on Anchor.fm. I'm Daniel Sanders. And I'm Michael Weston. And I used to be a spy until I got burned. And, and, and Sorry, it happened again, a.k.a. Matt Lasseter. Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening, everybody.